From the shores of Summer Lake in Tigard, Oregon, it's the Portland Tim Beers Podcast, a show featuring two guys who love craft beer and Portland Timbers soccer. And now, here are your hosts, Jason and Gary. Tim Beers. I'm Jason. And I'm Gary. And we're the uh, Portland Tim Beers. We talk about beer, soccer, and pretty much whatever else we want. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Excellent. Well, here we are. <laughs> Timbers game going on. Yep. What do we think? They're going to win? I don't know. They should They should be able to win this game on paper just because LA's missing all their designated players, half their starters. They got a bunch of guy on the injury list. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It looks kind of sloppy right now. A lot of kicking it around and a uh, really fast-paced game, but uh, it's a lot of like racing up and back and forth on the field. So, well, and I, I, I think what's going on there is LA's doing their usual super high press, so Portland's going to have to play a lot of counter ball against that. Yep, they've been playing. Well, Portland was playing a high press as well, so it was. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so. Anyways, all right. Well, we um, are going to do a, something a little bit old school, a little bit different. We're going to do some uh, beer tastings tonight with uh, five different beers. And we've got four sitting here in front of us. And okay. we're going to pair that, tis the season, with candy. Ooh. So a lot of people do like candy pairings for, or food pairings for like different wines or bourbon. Yeah. Well, we're going to uh, tis the season with Halloween. We're going to take some Halloween candy. We're going to yeah. do it Tim Beers style. Yeah, Halloween candy mixed with some beers. And we got four, five different beers, but we'll go with four right now. So I have an IPA by Bailbreaker. It's an Imperial okay. IPA, bottom cutter. We have a triple from Benedictine St. Raphael. <laughs> We have a German Doppelbach Optimator by Spotten. Okay. And we have a cream ale um, with an English ale yeast that just acted like uh, Mount Vesuvius <laughs> um, by Tim Beers Brewing. There you go. And then we have a special bottle we're going to break out and finish this bad boy up with. So. Okay. But uh, let's listen to a little bit about where this idea came from, and we'll be back. There are some food unions that seem like they were just made for each other. So when it comes to Halloween candy, its culinary mate comes in the form of craft beer. First, candy corn and an American locker. Even as a kid, I didn't like candy corn, so how are you going to make me like this? Well, I'll tell you, the best way to do it is with beer, and I'm going with an American locker. What should I be tasting when I drink this? Nice and clear, a little bit of malt. Do I have to take the candy corn? You have to take the candy corn. Okay, candy corn. that sweetness on there, and you'll see how that sweetness is going to get cut back when you follow up with some of that beer. You actually like candy corn now. It's not that bad. (laughs) Next... It melts in your mouth with a beer in your hand. Caramel M&M's and Coffee Colch. What do you drink with caramel well, M&M's? What do you do with caramel M&M's is do something really special. So I've got a really cool, unique beer here called Coffee Colch. The coffee beans we use in this beer are actually caramel and hazelnut coffee beans. Now let's try it with the caramel M&M's and see how that kind of works together. Really kind of bring that in with the beer too. How's that taste? 
It actually brings the flavor of the beer out even more. Yeah, it sure does. At number three, hot tamales and the hottest craft beer, an IPA. Hot tamales, cinnamon, spicy. Beer and spices? Beer and spices. We're going to go with an IPA. Chip likes a lighter IPA where the hops and cinnamon don't clash. So the cool thing about this beer is that the hops are a lot more subtle. Let's cut that in there. It completely cuts it. It does. It's, it? it's not spicy at all. And delicious, too. Finally, this pair might leave you speechless with a mouthful of Reese's peanut butter cups. Peanut butter and chocolate, love me some Reese's. What we've done is we've taken Guinness, which everybody knows Guinness, which is a dry Irish stout. This is an American wheat that has a little bit of vanilla in it. What I've done here is I've layered these. And as they go together, make a phenomenal beer cocktail that pairs great with Halloween candy too. And to know what candy goes best with your wine, visit thelisttv.com. Halloween and hops on the breakdown. All right. That was the primer, man. So, again, quick review. Cream Ale, Doppelbach, Triple, IPA, Imperial IPA. Not some laid down IPA. <laughs> We've got Candy Corn, Caramel M&M's. Okay. Uh, dark Chocolate. Okay. Cinnamon, uh, the hot tamales. Okay. Score bars. That's Ooh. the chocolate toffee. Yeah. And Hershey, or no, Reese's cups, peanut butter cups. Interesting. So, where you want to start? Oh, let's just start at the beginning. Which one's the beginning? The uh, cream, cream ale. ale. All right. Yeah. yeah what yeah. do you want to pair with it? Um, I'm thinking that that cream ale has a Heath bar written all over it. <laughs> The heat, the score bar, or yeah, the score there? bar, yeah. Right, That's what I'm thinking. A little bit uh, too sweet on the candy. Oh no, that's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's my first one. I don't know. Ooh, that's yummy. All right. So we're doing a caramel M M&M and M with uh, cream ale. No. Okay, we doing the beer first, and then the candy, or the candy then the beer. I had candy then beer. Got it. That was good. That was better than the uh, toffee. I think the toffee needs to go with chocolatey something. Ah, yeah, that's definitely not the best pairing. Candy corn. Oh, Jesus. Flat sugar. There's going to be no sweetness in this beer. Cut the sweetness on the candy corn by a hundredfold. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, it just killed it. Definitely did. Reese's. I don't have high hopes yeah, for Yeah, I don't one. have high hopes for this one either. Yeah, peanut butter and... Uh, Cream ale, for whatever reason, just didn't go well. It almost gives it a bitter taste. Now, what was that, a Hershey bar? That was a dark chocolate Hershey bar. It, it really did. It gave it kind of a, a whiskey flavor on the back end. There's a little hot tamale. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh, not going to happen again. All right. So, uh, what do you call the winner on that one? <laughs> Oh, that was hideous. Well, I think I would go with the uh, dark chocolate. The dark chocolate and the cream ale did something weird. Yeah. So I like that. Most flavors uh, went pretty well together. All right. So next we've got this Optimator Doppelbach. So, uh... Okay. I got my Heath bar. You got your Heath bar. So. Or your whatever you want to call it. Yes. Skull bar or whatever. I think it's this is going to be styling. I think this is going to be good. And it is. No. Yeah. It, it takes the sweetness out. But gives you that malty. But it, it gives you that malty, buttery 
coffee flavor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good. All right. Reese's. Okay. The deal with the Reese's is that uh, the peanut butter. God, that peanut butter just jacks everything up. Yeah. I don't know what. Not a fan of that one. No. I'm with you. That actually made it really bitter. All right. Candy corn. I do not have high hopes for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Offers a, like some buttery thing. You know, it's funny. I didn't have high hopes for that. That, but that, was, <laughs> that was actually pretty freaking good. Just slight sweetness and then like butter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the uh, Weird. the malts go really well with that. Yeah, that's a that's a winner right there. That's how you get rid of candy corns, kids. Right there. <laughs> right. Put them a spot in. Ooh, hot tamale. Mm. That's interesting. About as bad as I thought it was going to be. Are you tasting the same thing I am? That's not great, but... Yeah. All right, this should be epic. I'm still trying to get that hot tamale taste out of my mouth. Well, caramel will take care of it. Oh, yeah. Caramel and optimator right there. That's uh, pretty good. I would do that again. I'd let you. Really? Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> Dark chocolate. What do you think of that? I got a lot of alcohol on the back end of that. So we called cream ale was the candy corn, right? No, was the dark chocolate. Yeah. Okay. And then the... I'm going to say the... Uh, it's a kind of a toss-up between the candy corn and the uh, the toffee bar. I think the toffee bar is pretty rad. Yeah. But the candy corn was the can- pretty good. The candy corn was pretty damn good. Yeah, no kidding. I think we'll have to go with a tie on that one. Yeah, I think that was both of those are pretty good. You get buttery, and then you get the real malty, cool, sweet taste. So yeah. that was pretty good. All right. Benedictine Triple Ale. This is going to be great. Where shall we start? Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Tomorrow. I don't know if that's where I would have started, but sure. Holy mother of God. What did it do? Wow. There's some weird stuff there where it was like, wow. It would definitely tamed the tamale, without a doubt. Yeah, I got no cinnamon, like a little bit of residual at the end. Yeah, it's like it canceled it out. That's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> All right. So, school bar. Very interesting. Mm, really gets the farmhouse that really accentuates that. Yeah, and then it gets bitter in the middle. Wow. It's like hard farmhouse, bitter, and then I get this blast of toffee. <laughs> I would. That was not a good pairing. No. Caramel. That farmhouse was really tamed with the uh, hot tamale, but with... Uh, Jesus, I just get these super alcoholic <laughs> type flavors on that. Yeah. But yeah, the tamale actually tamed that one really, really well. Good old peanut butter cup. Yeah, this is not going to end well. Actually, didn't do too bad. Surprisingly, <laughs> the peanut butter in that farmhouse kind of kind of battled it out, yeah. tamed each other. Yeah, that wasn't too bad at all. That was good. I'd, I'd do that again. I did not see that coming. Not at all. What have we not done? Candy corn. All right, candy corn. What do we got here? A lot of sugar. 
God, I hate candy corn. Yeah. I think that's the worst one yet. <laughs> Wowzer. So I think what we're seeing is sugar content is uh, a direct relation to uh, bringing out the high alcohol tastes in these beers. Yeah, no kidding. All right, dark chocolate. That's actually not bad. Yeah, okay. Boat. That was shockingly good. It's either between that or the uh, peanut butter cup. I like the richness mixed with that farmhouse. I'm going to have to go with that one. Yeah, I might go with... I would go with either. I would do peanut butter cup or that. I mean, both of them are interesting. Yes. Wow. Kind of a tie yet again. Yeah, interesting stuff. All right. We got a IPA. Bale Breakers IPA. They said on the little infographic. Yeah. That the hot tamale kills the IPA. That's what should pair. That'll be interesting. That accentuated the hops. Yeah, there's a lot of hops in that. Yeah. Jesus. I want my money back. <laughs> Caramel dude, and IPA. You got to check out my beer. <laughs> got a face, dude. I got a Halloween face in my yeah, beer. Right. <laughs> uh, Caramel, huh? Caramel. I don't have high hopes for this one either. Why not? Because it's caramel and hops. Holy hop bombs. Yeah. It's just like totally Jesus. not so good. All right. Skull bar. It literally tasted like I was chewing on a on a hop flower. Mm. I love toffee. Mm. I do too. It's fantastic, especially paired with chocolate. Mm. That was good too. IPA and coffee. Toffee. I would have never saw that coming. Mm-mm. It was pretty tasty. You know, it's not going to work out is this next one. Tamale. Oh, God. Our friend, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Hmm. I'm on a sugar high right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, that did not end well. That was terrible. Oh, my God. It was terrible, terrible. All right. Last one. God, the hops just blew up with that. (coughs) Yeah, that was nasty. Wow. All right. Note to self, do not do peanut butter and hop. Hot tamale on board. Kind of like that. Uh. (laughs) That wasn't too bad. Tastes like a cinnamon hop beer. <laughs> so who gets the win there? Well, definitely not that one. <laughs> Gonna go back and revisit the Reese's? No. <laughs> Hell no. I don't know. Um, the toffee was okay on it. Toffee was good. Caramel was not. Candy corn was not. I say we try the dark chocolate one more time. The dark chocolate one more time? Yeah. It's okay. God, I don't know. I've, I just held the, the dark chocolate, chewed it up a little bit, held it, took a swig, and then swallowed that, and it was pretty good. Huh. You might have to try that. I don't know. <laughs> Put some chucks in your swallow. I got a lot of a, uh, I got a lot of sugar in my belly. Well, so we did uh, cream ale. We said it was 
goal. Was it the score or was it the candy corn? Uh, no, it was candy corn. Yeah. Optimator, we said. It was the skull. Skull. Oh, yeah. The triple, we said, was. I think that was the dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Or it was kind of a tie. Right. Dark chocolate slash peanut butter cup. That's right. And yeah. then Imperial, you're saying dark. I'm saying skull. All right. I'm actually... I would have never saw either one of those two with that. No, not at all. And I'm not, like, saying IPA with, or the uh, hot tamales were bad, but... It wasn't fantastic. No, it wasn't great. Yeah, it, it wasn't all the on-air guys that we got in our little snippet were touting. Nope, not at all. But I think it's because we might have had just a little bit different IPA. Yeah, well, we had a big, bold Imperial IPA. Oh, so. did we? Isn't yeah. that... Yeah, that's an Imperial. Yeah, yeah and they were saying that they uh, liked a little lighter, hot IPA. That's true. So. That is true. All right. Well, let's take a little quick break. We'll reset and go with six more beers. Uh, no. <laughs> Are you ready, Quartet? Mm. All right, let's go. Drink to me, darling. Not with thine eyes, but with past blue ribbon Cause if you toast me with past blue ribbon, I'll know that your love's sincere. The beer that is splendid is the beer that is blended from 33 fine brews. And if you serve me, Sparkling clear, perhaps your love, dear, I can't refuse. You can serve it with cold custard, you're too pleased. Serve it with a dab of tasting every cheese. Now, a food is breaking, it has no flaws. And anywhere they have the tears of bottle, it's because I've grown a million laps for a bottle of half. When, when was that made? I have no idea. I it think sounds like, the like 50s. from the fifties. Yeah, yeah, it does. Wow, sound. recycling in the fifties. Recycling. Yeah. All right, you ready for the big one? Uh, sure. Oh, you're not shitting. That's that's like a full pint, kids. Full yeah. pint. We still have some samples sitting there. Uh, so yeah. this is leftover from our days of trying to podcast with Jamie Goldberger. Oh, that lady. Yeah, that lady. The pumpkin beer lady. Yeah. Thanks for abandoning us. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping she's watching the Timbers game and enjoying it right now. Yeah, she so. better be. All right. Well, we have a pumpkin beer. Not just any pumpkin beer. <laughs> Jesus. What'd you think? You're fucking trying to kill me. That's a high-octane pumpkin beer. That is a Oak Jacked Imperial Pumpkin <laughs> Aged in Oak Barrels. Yeah, of course it is. 10.31%. Oh, just a mere 10%, kids. In a pint. This is from Salt Lake City. Hey, give me a Heath Bar. From Unita Brewing. <laughs> a heat bar. I know this is what oh, I was Oh, you know where I'm going with this. Yep. 
Oh yeah. Heath bar. We'll see if we can tame this oak age. <laughs> and it did. Damn. Still sweet. Woo. But yeah. Yeah, it tamed that uh, high octane punch in the face kind of flavor. You know it's not. Uh oh. Candy Can- corn mixed can- with a pumpkin barrel aged beer. Candy corn and a pumpkin barrel aged. Wow, it's a lot of sugar. <laughs> what, the beer or the corn? Both. And okay. yes, it tamed it. Yeah. Almost got like a banana taste with That's that. That's what I got. That's exactly what I got. Weird. I'm going to have was... to try that again. That was funky. This should be yeah. really complimentary. Oh, fuck that. Hot tamale. Well, it should pull out the cinnamon, right? Or neutralize it. Oh, uh-uh. I think it's going to magnify it. Mm. That wasn't bad. Yeah, it magnified it. I like them. Oh, God. (laughs) All I tasted in that whole drink was the alcohol. Really? Yeah. Well, what does a Reese's peanut butter cup do? That killed the oak, killed the pumpkin, and made a malty. Damn. That was pretty... Damn good. Okay, so so far we got a tie between the candy corn and that. I think the candy corn just offered something different to me. Like the the it peanut butter that cup weird was like banana flavor. Yeah. yeah, and the and the pe- we finally found a beer that peanut butter complements. Caramel. Believe it or not, the caramel actually kind of complements that one too. It does. Yeah, must be like the uh, malty notes on it there. Yeah, it's like the first beer that Caramel's actually worked with. Yep. Dark chocolate. Oh, God. What do you got? Well, I made the mistake of, of trying to clear my palate with that beer. <laughs> That's the wrong beer to clear your palate with. We needed like the PA or something. Negative on the dark chocolate. Not a big fan. It definitely accentuates the... Uh, Oak. The the cask flavoring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the big oak on it. Oh. Well, I think we uh, went through all of them there. Um, interesting. Yeah. I think I would give the nod. I'd probably give the nod. Of the, I mean, it was close between the caramel and the uh, peanut butter cup. I think I'm going to have to give the corn. nod to the peanut butter. But the peanut butter cup was good. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a definite compliment. Wow, that was good. Definite compliment. Good. All right, man. Well, let's talk brewing. So we've been uh, doing this fun little game. Uh, what are you brewing? Nothing. Really? Yeah, I'm a slacker. What's going on? Total slacker right now. Well, I'm trying to adjust to the day schedule. Okay. Which I get up at 6 in the morning. Yeah. I get home about 6.15-ish at night. Okay. Um... And I haven't quite figured out how to make my body adjust to that yet. Yeah. Because I'm not really a morning person. And what about uh, on the weekends? Because you got weekends off. Right? No, 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 no. I got that. But you and I had that discussion that I still need to do some preventative maintenance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. got it done yet. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. So I still got to do that. Yeah. Well, you and then I got to locate some oxygen. And then I can start brewing again. 
You gotta, you gotta get some beer in, dude. Well, you got, I will. Because generally, worry. you have your Christmas ale, like don't starting worry. to go. Okay. Don't worry. Are we not gonna get Gary's famous Christmas ale this year? Well, you might. You might. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm, I'm giving you our time. <laughs> the about. keyword is you might. Gary's Christmas ale, and uh, all the kids jo- enjoyed the uh, single malt that you did, the tangerine single malt. That was actually a pretty good beer. Yeah, especially. Um, I'm shocked, especially after the the recovery of what I had left in the keg. Recovery, and then it did wasn't refrigerated. You just left it out in the garage. No, I just left it out to do what it needed to do. Yeah, no, yeah, that was it good. did fantastic. Well, <clears throat> interesting. So, and then, are you going to make any tweaks on your Christmas sale, or are you going to do uh, keep it the same? God, you know, I don't know. Um, I didn't get much feedback last year. On the Christmas sale itself. Well, part of that's just the gift itself, right? Yeah. You give the gift, you don't yeah, hear yeah. it back. But then I also did like handcrafted little like milk. Oh, what's the hard? It, it's hard yeah, to bottle explain. carriers. Yeah, the bottle carriers. Yeah. I did like handcrafted bottle carriers for it. Yeah. And everybody commented on the bottle carriers, but not the beer. Yeah, so I don't know if they got distracted or if the beer just wasn't that good. You know what the bottle carriers reminded me of? What? Like some, like a dresser or something, like parts from a dresser. <laughs> just, just stick it in a twist, Jason. Stick it in a twist. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. That's yeah, I weird. have no idea. <laughs> I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> Well, so, uh, yeah, we got to get you back on deck. I'm feeling like... I'm no, with, I agree. Uh, Definitely. Got to get back I feel like my deck. co-host is uh, John and Andrew. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Just sitting there. Guy used to brew. Hasn't brewed. Hey, by the way, Portland mm-hmm. just scored. Oh, good. Who scored? Mora? Uh, Come let on. Me, let me take a check. Ebo. Ebo. You know what's mm-hmm. funny? Is I saw somebody the other day, um, I think it was the news, actually, called him King Ebo. Yeah. You know who started that shit? Who started that? We did. Did we? We did. The first time we interviewed him, we called him King Ebo. Oh, yeah. Remember that? No, I don't remember. Back in the day? I like remember. two years ago or yep. so? King Ebo. King Ebo Jibo. Um, yeah. I'm not a big Ebo guy. Damn, that beer's brutal. Not a big Ebo guy. I like. Uh, I'm not anymore. I like Mora. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think <clears throat> even watching Ebo's game tonight, like he gets the ball to his feet and he can't dribble with it. Like he nope. has no dribble skill. Mm-hmm. So he's good with his head. He's <sighs> and he's good with one-time shot and body position and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. He, he's one of those guys that has to receive the ball at his feet, and then he can shoot or head it or do something right. like that. So. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've watched him too much to see him try to do something with the ball, and, like, he just doesn't have anything. Nah. So. But Valeri, how about Valeri? He's looking better. You know what's weird is you take Seba out of the equation. And, and Valeri steps up. Valeri looks good. You put Seba back in the equation, and and he doesn't quite know what he needs to be doing. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, I don't know. Timbers are interesting this year, sitting at number two behind Seattle. Yep. 
tied for 30, but uh, at 30 points. They just I think got it's a win tonight. Three-way tie with Kansas City and Seattle at three. Probably. Um, the East is going crazy. Like, Toronto's at like 40 points or yeah. some godly thing. So. And uh, Columbus is second or third, so Caleb oh. and his group. Hey. Yo. So a shout-out to, like, Thorns fans. We usually don't do this very often. But a shout-out to the Thorns fans. Like, the Thorns took the Supporter Shield this year. Really? Yeah. Huh. Not even on my radar. It was fantastic. Interesting. I saw MLS is not doing a Supporter Shield. Imagine that. I just called it off. They said, no more. We're not doing a Supporter Shield this year. And and let me guess, are they, are they still going to do the MLS Cup? Yeah, they are, for oh. sure. So so what Portland won was just like a consolation um, COVID Cup. Uh, so Portland essentially won the equivalent of the U.S. Open Cup. Oh. Because so, it comes with an automatic bid into Champions yeah, League. Yeah, I'll birth yeah. into that, right? So, yeah. yeah, you get it. And then there is no supporter shield. And then the champion MLS champion will get the other berth. So, huh. and then well, I saw T well, two. So what happens if we win both of those? Did they uh, give it to second place? I probably give it to second place. I guess. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Second. That means second place gets something. <laughs> um, the first loser. And then T two is dropping out of USL. What? Yep. They're not, they're actually going to take a year off. And there's like two or three teams taken, like not going to play in USL. Is it just because the COVID thing, or they're not competitive? They're like, just not competitive. Yeah, well, it's just not the focus, right? Yeah. So, I mean, those USL teams are hiring like big talent and like spending a bunch of money and trying to win the thing. And the Timbers and Philadelphia and DC, they're all using it as like a training ground for their guys. Well, yeah. And they're just getting smoked. And so it's like, wait a minute. Why are we investing all this money and then going out and getting smoked? We need to, like, wait till the MLS D-League, the development league, happens. Then yeah. that's what we're going to do. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what that whole league was originally set up for, was, like, to grow your homegrown players. It was, except and, that you have build Phoenix. Them up. And then... The problem is that you have Phoenix and Sacramento and a bunch of these other teams that are like, they take it serious and they're just smoking everybody. So, Yeah, that'll come back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Well, so I am, I brewed the Black Widow. It's in the keg. I was actually going to tap it tonight, but I think we've got enough beer on the plate here. Um, Yeah, especially after that uh, pumpkin bastard. Yeah, I got one more Imperial I'm going to pour in a second. No. Throwing in the flag. So I am going to do small batch abyss next. Small batch abyss. Yeah, I'm going to do a three gallon. I did a three gallon Black Widow. I kind of dig it. I'm going to do a three gallon uh, abyss. Okay. And then, um, are you going to change the recipe or just keep it the same? I might keep it the same. Okay. I'm going to do some. I'm going to do a little bit of different stuff with the oak. I think you should do some candy corn. I'm not doing candy corns. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some stuff with the oak. And then um, I'm playing around with the uh, hand sanitizer machine. I'm doing some of that. So you had a sample of that earlier. Oh, today. that was amazing. I licked my fingers. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. That's, uh, that's been a fun little deal. So uh, I'm trying to learn more and more about that process. So 
Yeah. All right. One of the things I looked at for this evening was um, there's several things about taking beer and distilling beer out. And um, okay, let's. And what back does that up. taste like? Let's back up. Yeah, <laughs> you're distilling beer, so it had to have been bad batches or good batches. No, right? no. Why? Back up. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you distill a good batch? To say you could. Oh boy. Yeah, the idea is like, all right. So I'm going to take a beer and what does that taste like right so if if a spirit is or a wash of a spirit is uh, corn and barley because you need the enzymes from the barley okay. and some sugar yep. for a whiskey right okay then um, if I take wheat and barley or any of that and some hops right what is that gonna taste like if I distilled that down? Would I strip out the hop flavoring, or does the hop flavoring stay there? Okay. And so everything I've read, everything I've watched on YouTube is that the hop flavoring stays there. Okay. So, but it's just subtle, right? And so and that's not necessarily desirable if you're drinking whiskey or you're drinking gin or something. Or nope. is it? Or it could be, right? But most most whiskey aficionados are looking yeah, they for don't like, like that. that malty, smooth type thing. And in what you tasted, like... The corn mash deal—that yeah. was like a sour mash. Like the big daddy got sour and got <laughs> funky. Like it smelled, yeah. smelled yeah. like ass. And it was still good. Like I would never put that into a beer. No so. fuck no. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just a totally different process. It's interesting. Um, but when you run it through the hand sanitizer process, it purifies all that. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. No, you kind of re- lose all that funkiness. Well, it, it takes that funk. No, it takes that funkiness and turns it into something desirable because you're well, left with yeah, the yeah, essence yeah. of I the funkiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that essence and that essence is what's smooth and velvety and all right. of that other stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. It's uh, so. Anyways, it, totally so, di- different thing. So I think I think you should do a um, abyss distilling. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a really expensive. Uh, no, well, but would. it's up there at twelve percent, so <laughs> that might be work. Pricey, but I mean, you, you you take a high percentage and you jack it up more. I wonder if you took a bis with Big Daddy, you change the yeast strain. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and you do that. What that would do? That would be interesting. I think you could just call it the abysmal Big Daddy. <laughs> I was watching a video on Sam Adams, and Sam Adams is dis- doing some distilling now. Yeah. Where they're taking some of their ambers or their higher-end beers, and they're distilling those down. And they can't call them whiskey because it's not the blend of grains, but okay. essentially it's a bourbon, the way right. they're doing it. Um, and they're saying, even with the hops, like, it's it's good. Um, but I think if you strip the hops out of it, let's, let's do the abyss recipe, but no hops. But with no hops. Dude, I wonder what that would do. You'd have like a licorice-flavored <laughs> hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the hops balance the uh, licorice in that. You're yeah. Right, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, totally interesting, totally weird type thing. Um, it's out there. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that at a different time. So. Interesting. All right, man. Well, what are the timbers at now? Um, 
Still one nothing. Still one nothing. And we're in the 62nd minute. Well, let's close this bitch out and uh, jump over, watch the game. Sounds uh, like a plan. With that, we will see you next week. I believe we're going to try to set up interviews with Evans Brewing out of Washington. Okay. And then uh, hopefully we connect with Saniam or Saw, which I believe Tim was trying to set up for us. Yes, and he said we just needed a week in advance. Yep. So I think we're going to try to pull that out. And really what we should do is next Sunday, if we can pull it off, and if you're off... Head down there. Head down there. I yeah. am actually off next Sunday right now. All right. Saturday, no. Sunday, yes. No, we should totally pull that off and try to go do an in-person interview. That so. would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Tim Beers. Tim Beers. Thanks for listening to the Portland Tim Beers Podcast. Be sure to visit the Portland Tim Beers Podcast on ACAST.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Tim Beers Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Tim Beers. Tim Beers.